Welcome back to the Jerry One Podcast, everybody. I know it's been some time. I took a week off for my birthday. I enjoyed the week. Even though it's been almost a near three weeks since we filmed the Jerry One Podcast, we've only missed one week in the Jerry One world. Uh, so, yeah, it is a today. Well, today is episode number 27 of the Jerry One Podcast. Um, yeah, let me make sure of that. Is it 27? Yes, yes, yes it is. It is episode number 27. We've had so many now, I can't remember. But it is episode 27 of the Jerry One Podcast. Today is April 23rd, 2021. You're watching this on April 23rd, 2021. I'm trying to do this more. I'm trying to, you know, film in the morning because it is 9.16 a.m. on the East Coast right now. I'm trying to film in the morning. That way you can get the, the most current, you know, update, What's going on with the league? When this airs, you know, it just takes about two to three hours to post it because it takes a couple, okay, it takes like an hour to download the podcast on my computer and it takes like two hours to post it onto YouTube. So that's time consuming, but we're going to try to figure it out. Uh, the conversations that will still occur a day before, but that's close enough. Um, but yeah, the Jerry One podcast is back. Uh, you know, uh, what, what's what's going on with the Jerry One Podcast? Well, the fantasy hockey and basketball finals are here. It's not a good time to be a one or a two seed right now. I'll tell you that. And number one seed, Justin Kiefer. Number two seed, Paul on the hockey side, gone. Number one seed, Blake. And number two seed, Kyle on the basketball side, eliminated from the championship. It's crazy. Upsets are wild. We've only seen one round where it wasn't an upset and that was sam over matt in the four or five in basketball but matt had not was better in scoring the regular season so you could consider it maybe an upset it's an upset so sam and paul are in the finals and nate back in the finals taking on matt who was under 500 coming into the hockey playoffs so it's crazy stuff going on and then we also have week three of fantasy baseball going on. i'm gonna get you wrapped up or you get you caught up around fantasy baseball because we haven't really talked about that yet. It's in week three. Your boy's got a good team. We're going to talk about that. And, uh, yeah, I had a conversation last night with today's guest. Yesterday afternoon on Thursday, he's on for the third time. My good college friend, Nate Severance. Nate in the hockey finals. We're going to get his thoughts on his team. He's never missed a hockey finals. He's been in every hockey finals. His best team was probably last year. They got cut short. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his preview. We're going to preview um, his, his matchup with Matt. Right now he's got the lead here on this Friday. Big weekend here in week one of the finals. Uh, so we're going to talk to Nate. We did talk to Nate. I'm going to show you that conversation later here on the podcast. But I'm going to talk about hockey first and the conversation with Nate. And I'm going to talk about basketball and baseball at the end of the show. That's your show. It's going to be a good one. I am Nick Felice, and now here's episode 27 of the Jerry One Podcast. That conversation with Nate is just coming in just a second. But first, let's get you ready for this conversation with Nate and talk about fantasy hockey, what's going on in the semifinals. So the semifinals are done. Semifinals are done. And like I said in the intro, it is a couple of upsets. Um, didn't live up to the hype, the Paul versus Nate matchup. That just – it just did not live up to the hype. Um, you talk about historic playoff. Like, I know there hasn't been too many playoff games in fantasy hockey, 
What a historic playoff week. Matt scored the highest playoff game in hockey history. Nate's second highest in hockey history. And then Paul's second lowest in hockey history. So, And Nate just absolutely dominated Paul, beat him by over 100. You see Nate in the 300s. You see Paul in the 100s still. That's not good for a two-week matchup, only not to get 200 points. Um, so especially if you're a two-seed playoff team, you got to remember this is a Paul team probably one point shy of potentially being the number one seed in this year's playoff with that matchup with Justin Keeper a few weeks back. But in the Justin 9-1, you had like his chances. We're going to talk about that Nate versus Justin Keefer rivalry in the conversation, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be good. Uh, we're going to get Nate's thoughts, finally, on this trash talk by Justin Keefer. Um, yeah, you know, it just sucks for Justin Keefer. You know, you look at Justin Keefer and Kyle, it's kind of the same. Justin Keefer has dominated hockey this year. Kyle is I mean, Blake's dominated too, but Kyle coming into the season has dominated basketball, and it's just disappointing for them to both be knocked out in the semis. What sucks about hockey is, you know, basketball, you get to play for all four weeks in your semifinals. Even though third place game, not the same as the finals, but hockey, Paul and Justin Kiefer are done. You know, I don't keep track of those stats unless money's on the line. And, um, yeah, Justin Kiefer's done. And, Season's over, nine and two. He's going to end his year. Great year. Something to build off of. You, you got to remember, it's only six months away to probably talking about fantasy hockey's draft. So, definitely going to be a tough six months for Justin Keeper to, you know, take this one in, but he's ready. You know, he had a great first year, really great second year. He's ready. But can we talk about this Matt team? Matt, under 500, you know, under 500. Comes in, beats Josh. Great game. Josh probably gave him a better game than Justin Kiefer did. And Justin Kiefer did better than Paul. And Matt beats Josh in a thrilling game. Had to come back from after losing week one to die. And then here, Matt just continues to dominate. His Rangers continue to dominate. Um, you know, it's just been an unbelievable run. He's still 6-6. Six and six. He loses his finals. He's 6-7. and seven. Is that even a successful season? I think so if you make the finals, yeah. It's successful if you make the finals. He had a nice little playoff run. And Matt scored well all year. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It's just finally, maybe he's finally starting to get some luck on the side. Uh, but Justin Kiefer runs into a hot Matt team. And Paul just, I don't know what happened to Paul. Paul just did not show up. Maybe the two weeks off hurt him. Uh, and Nate took advantage. You know, Nate's been in every finals in this league. It's been three finals in four years. Nate's been in every single one. Lost to Paul in the first one. BQ in the second one. We'll see what he does against Matt in the third one. Ah, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a short season, but it feels long. You know, it, it does feel long for a 10-week regular season, but it's Matt and Nate now. You know, a lot on line. Matt's first ever playoffs. Trying to win his first championship. Trying to win his first ever time he's ever won another championship in the ESPN League in Jerry one other than fantasy football. So Matt trying to convert himself. I know he's been to two basketball finals. Hasn't really made a name in baseball. Now he's making a name in hockey. And uh, Nate's already made a name in hockey. He, he talk about hockey. That's Nate's league. He talk about basketball. Still up in the air. I mean, it could be Sam's league if he can win this championship. Uh, you talk about uh, baseball. That, that can, That's up in the air. And then, of course, football, you think Matt and Paul. Baseball. Um, could be me, Sam, or Johnny. Paul's trying to make a name too, but 
Uh, but hockey is definitely Nate's league until it's until someone takes it from him. He's the last champion. He's going to win back to back if he wins this, and that would be something to win back to back after winning it, having the greatest team probably in hockey history last year get cut short, and then come back the next year and win it in a shortened season. Pretty impressive stuff by Nate. Um, can't really throw an asterisk on Nate because he's proven before that he's good in this league. So. A lot. I mean, there's still a lot for me to prove that he belongs with some of the great Jerry One greats, and that's one of those Jerry One greats. Now he's not a hockey great, but Matt is a overall Jerry One great, and that would just you know help his resume of being a, a Jerry One, the Jerry One goat with a hockey championship. And now you think Paul's the goat because he's got a hockey championship, he's got a basketball championship, and he's got three football championships. So Matt's trying to get his fourth championship in Jerry One while Nate's trying to get his third. And with, if he gets a third, that would tie Matt with three. So interesting stuff to look for in this, in this fantasy hockey finals. I'm excited. Are you excited? Because I am. Uh, uh, but, yeah, Nate versus Matt right now on this Friday morning at 9.26 a.m. East Coast. Nate's up 90 to 71. So. Keep an eye out for that. We're going to talk about Nate. It was a little different. He was still in the lead last yesterday afternoon. I talked to him. But here is that conversation with Nate from yesterday. And, uh, yeah, here you go. Here's that conversation with Nate. Enjoy. Today's guest is back on the pod for his third time. He is still the king of Jerry One Fantasy Hockey. Until somebody beats him, he is still the king over in Jerry Wood Fantasy Hockey, which is in its third finals in four years because of no finals last year. But Nate has been in all three finals in the history of Jerry Wood Fantasy Hockey. I just spoiled who's on the pod. You see him there. <laughs> my good friend, college, my good college friend, Nate Severance. Nate, welcome back. Thanks. I'm just lucky to be here. I mean, happy to be here. And uh, yes, and I mean, first of all, we got, I mean, We'll talk about this hockey team, but my first question to you is, uh, are you surprised that you're back in the finals? Yeah, uh, yeah actually, uh, kind of am. Uh, I didn't really know what the hell was going on towards the end of the season. I felt like I had built a pretty decent team, but then I lost Malkin and some, I'm, I don't know what's going on, but everybody's really consistent on my squad right now like I keep looking at the scoreboard and there's not really those guys that go out and get like 10 15 points a ground it's pretty consistent like three or four points a day three or four points a day from just about everybody which is huge yeah taking it yeah now when you think about your franchise you think of uh you know this this, this is a franchise that's been to the finals every single time but it's also a franchise where any team, you know, is even this year or any team in your future will probably never top the team you had last year. That team you had last year was just unstoppable, 17-2. and two. It sucks that that season never really officially finished. But, um, you know, this year, you know, there's no doubt this team's definitely not as good as last year. But, yet yeah, here we are again talking about an eight hockey team in the finals. And it's been a crazy playoffs. Last year's semifinals did not live up to the hype. I mean, we thought you and Paul would be a great matchup. You absolutely destroyed Paul. Uh, and then over the other side, my brother Matt's making a Cinderella story under 500. He's in the finals. Uh, I mean, I'll say this. 
We every game in this playoffs has been an upset, an upset meaning where the lower seed wins. Does that nervous you make you nervous with a team like Matt, who's only 500 overall, playing him in this finals? Well, the thing that scares me about Matt is the fact that he's beat me twice this year. He just seems to have my number. I'm not really – I wasn't ever really worried about him as, like, the five seed. Like, I'm not worried about a five seed versus three seed or the seeding in this in these playoffs anyway because they are two weakers and, like, we're so used to the one-week matchups. Now we've got these two-week matchups. The things that, like, scare the fact that Matt has had a solid scoring team all season and I think he's just not – had everything go his way but now he's starting to have everything go his way um which is good for him but makes me a little nervous yeah and you've uh we are recording this on this thursday afternoon so you've won two of the first three days of this finals 14 day finals up 20 points um you know your guy likes to make pickups, and in the playoffs, even though it's 14 days, it's still seven maximum pickups. When is it? When do you make? You know, you might you, you probably use all seven. I'm not sure if you used all seven against Paul, uh, but when do you make those decisions to pick someone up in this finals? Well, in usually later, not not really during week one. Um, I like sometimes I like to try to look ahead in the schedule and see who I'm going to miss. So, like, say Wednesday's got a low amount of players on my team that are going. So I might try to find a player that's going to play on Wednesday or play on Sunday. I know the Sunday, the last Sunday, is only a matchup between Tampa Bay and the Flyer, Detroit, sorry, the Red Wings. So, like, that's kind of a wash anyway for the last day. But going ahead and, like, looking and trying to fill spots – when I've got extra skaters sitting on the bench on like Monday, Tuesday, I can dump those extra skaters and pick up guys that are going to play on Wednesday. So like, I'm still getting the opportunity to get their points. And then just kind of, if I find a guy that's in free agency, that's just hot, I'll just grab him. But usually I try to wait until Friday, Saturdays, um, of like the last week, unless I'm, unless I'm behind, if I'm ahead big, then I wait late. I'll, I'll hang on the whole way. But if I'm down, then I get a little more desperate. I don't like the seven. I was, I wish I had more, but the way that it is, I have to kind of be a little more patient. Yes. The reason I do the seven is because, you know, it becomes more, you know, it's nice in the regular season. You can do a pickup a day at the most, but then when it comes to the playoffs, I'm trying to make sure that the best teams win at the end and, you know, yeah, pickups help, but you know, it's, you gotta make those right decisions, but let's dive back into your semifinals. You beat Paul. I thought that was going to be a great game. It did not turn out to be a great game at all. Uh, You know, Paul and you were both the only former champions in this league. You dominated right from the start. Uh, it turned into over a hundred point win. Um, it was cool about your last three, only your only three playoff wins in this league. So you lost in the finals the first year. Then two years ago, you beat me, which was my first ever playoff loss. And then you beat Q, which was his first ever playoff loss. Then you beat Paul this year, his first ever playoff loss in this league. 
And now if you beat Matt this week, it'll be his first ever playoff loss in this league. So you're, you're giving everyone their first playoff loss in this league. But let's talk about this match with Paul. You, you met him in the finals a, three years ago now. You lost. And now you meet him again here in the playoffs, and you just absolutely dominate him. What are your thoughts on your team after a two-week off from, you know, playing? My team came – they came to life, and Paul's just simply – died i guess they just died and they they by almost like you couldn't i'm to have week and he just did um i'm very happy with the ways the way that things went um i did notice that some issues always have goalies were losing him five or seven points almost every time out and the one thing about Paul, he's been very vocal about how that he's going to stick with his goalies while a lot of other people in this league have decided to not go with the goalies. But he's been that one that's been vocal. Yeah, you're right. It did cost him. It did, it did hurt him. I, I felt bad. I was hoping for a really good matchup. I remember it was a couple – it might have been the last time I was on or maybe just in talking to you, I said that I don't want Paul. Like, I don't care about anything else, but I just do not want Paul in that matchup. So – I I kind of had very high expectations going in. And then I had that first day where I think I scored like 50 points right out of the gate. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess we'll see how this goes. And then Wednesday came around. I didn't really start to feel comfortable until the Wednesday of the next week. But then I was just trying to outscore everyone. I was trying to catch Matt. I was trying to see if I could catch him. And then at that point, I was trying to make some moves to since I knew that there's only seven matchup games you can get on Sunday and Saturday, I started to dump some players that weren't performing that last week and pick up some other ones so that I could save my seven matchups for this one since the lead was was what it was. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, we haven't seen a lot of playoff games in the this history of this league yet, but historic wise. Matt's performance in the semifinals was the highest scoring playoff game in history. Yours was the second highest playoff, while Paul's was the second worst scoring playoff in history in that semifinal. So a historic week. But, you know, your team doesn't have the big name. It doesn't have Connor McDavid. It doesn't have Leon Dreisaitl. But, you know, Panarin, since he's come back, he's been dominant. You know, Mitchell Marner's been great for you all this year. You just got a lot of good hockey players and a lot of good skaters. and can you say anything on your players, I guess? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the balance. Uh, I think I found a really good balance of skaters who go out and produce uh, on a nightly basis. It may not be over-the-top production, but it's at least something. And something is better than nothing because sometimes you just get hot. Um, I really like how consistent everybody has been. I don't really have too many fluctuating guys. I have a couple that I've picked up late, but every, I mean, you kind of do that, but yeah, the consistency is huge. Um, I made a lot of pickups towards this, the middle of the season and I've hold, I've held onto those guys. I think this is the most loyal that I've been in fantasy hockey at least it feels like the most loyal that I've been I haven't the only time I've really gotten rid of people was during injuries or anything like that but 
yeah, I'm really happy with this team. I'm glad that Panarin got his stuff figured out with Russia and came back. And I wish Malkin could get his stuff together. I'm kind of nervous because I have two uh, avalanche skaters and they've been in COVID. They're supposed to, I haven't heard, I haven't checked up today, but they're supposed to play today against St. Louis. They're supposed yeah. to be back. You say that about your team, and you look at Matt's team. Nathan McKinnon, his first overall draft, his first round draft pick, is also out with the Colorado Evans. And I even I think Matt told me he was telling me some other guy uh, did something. They they like the team suspended him for a couple of games. I can't remember who it was, but you know that that stuff plays effect here in this in the most important weeks. Um, uh, yeah, I um, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say, but. You know, oh, that's right, the, the new league. Um, so, yeah, enjoy this finals because this could be the last, I guess you could say, of this era of Jerry One Fantasy Hockey because I think it's gonna, there's going to be a lot of changes, I think, with the league next year. I can't throw out any breaking news, uh, but there's a very good chance there could be league expansion next year. We might go up to 10 teams next year, which would be great for the league. Anytime you get up to 10 teams, I think that's a great fantasy league. Um, but also the point system, you know, we've had the goalies sitting, getting cut. <laughs> we might increase the point system. It's a, you know, I know you don't, I don't know if you're familiar with fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball, you're familiar. That's like 600, 700 points a week. Baseball is like 300 points a week. I think we're trying to get up to like that 300 point, a little more scoring, make it a little bit more exciting as the week goes on. Uh, and it's a big off season ahead of us, but obviously you've been so dominating in these first three, four years of this of this style, and um, you might even you even got a little bit of cash coming your way this year. Might be a little bit of a uh, a little more if you can win the finals, but uh. uh how would you adjust to a uh, a new era? I guess uh, nothing to break. How would you adjust to a new? You think you would uh, change your style? Uh yeah. I mean, if if the scoring is more favorable to having goalies in the lineup, then then yeah. I mean, if you look at it, I'm two players down every single week uh, because I could have two goalies going, but I don't like to have them because I don't like to lose points. And even though, like, they may finish the season plus one or two, I don't really give a shit. Um, that's not good enough for me. So, I like – I'm good. I'm good with it. I'd like to see more uh, from the goalies, and I'd like to see uh, another, like, stat line added into the defenders as well um, to make that a little more – you know, well-rounded because you have some big name defenders who are absolutely great defenders in the national hockey league, but because they're not offensive guys, fantasy wise, they're, they're garbage to us. Um, and you'd like to see those players get their chance to play on each team. And it also be a little more uh, unpredictable. I mean, granted this year seemed to have the playoffs at least went unpredictable as hell, but you'd like to see a little more of the rapid change. Like you don't want to see a guy going into Sunday up by 20 and then you're, you're basically locked in. Like you want to see, yeah, these guys have to be up by like 80 in order to have a guaranteed win on Sunday because the scoring is so high and, and so different. 
So I, I, I invite it. I mean, I'm good with it. Granted, I have figured out a system that works for this league now, but I'm sure I can figure something out. Yeah, it's you know a while away. I think, yeah, definitely the goal is to add more categories. Not like – not because we're still going to stay points, but like more ways to score because I think I checked. It's like seven – there's only like seven different ways to score in fantasy hockey right now. It's like goals – power play points, you know, assists, stuff like that, and then giving up goals and side and wins. It's not very many ways to score. You got to add stuff in there, maybe like plus minus and stuff like that, you know, block shots, something. We'll figure it out in the offseason, but, you know, uh, you know, just yeah, – I, I have I wrote this down. We have – I think we have to touch on it. Uh, you know, I'm always a big fan of uh, – Trash talking, and uh, my my cousin, cousin's husband, best cousin, uh, Justin Kiefer, uh, number one seed, great season. You know him and Paul, both great seasons. And uh, you know Paul was one point he lost by one point to Justin for the number one seed. It could have been. Uh, they both had great seasons, but they both got knocked down the semifinals. Justin, really great season, nine and one. But he is just you know in our Facebook group messages that we have, he he's been a little uh. One-sided chatter, I should say. I mean, we haven't heard much much from you. Maybe it's a little over the top. Maybe too many messages, too many gifts. But what are your thoughts on this style of trash talk from Justin? And just so I say, it did start, I think you mentioned it earlier in the pod, it did start from when you said, uh, you know, uh, that you are, you're, you're the only threat is Paul or whatever you said. And, you know, when I get that kind of stuff, you know, I get a little buzz going. I, you know, I send some stuff and, get, and, you know, try to get the league chatter. I like that stuff. But what are your thoughts on Justin's style of trash talk? Uh, I liked it. I mean, it was funny. He was right at the time. Like I said, that his luck was going to run out, I think is what it was. I said his luck was, was on its way out and that Paul was the best team in the league. Um. And yeah, at the at the time, he definitely made me me eat my words. So how how can I respond to that? Like I I kind of looked like an idiot for the rest of the regular season. However, I didn't put a timeline on when I said his luck was going to run out. That's true. I just said it was going to run out. And technically, we want to get down to brass tacks. His luck ran out, and he lost to a five seated Matt. But Matt also beat me in points but I also beat Justin in points that week so I would have beat him anyway but anyway I do like it I mean it was fun it's like it's it's fun to see it's especially fun to look back now um with that that late the last one that he put he had that uh that Atlanta Falcons and the Patriots the 28 to 3 poster like Nate's gonna like this yeah I I do uh I especially like that it didn't end up that way Uh, I would have loved to have played Justin uh, in the championship. I think that that would have added a it lot. Would, of it, would have been, it would have been if there was such thing as ratings. I always joke around with ratings in this, but if there was such thing as ratings, that would be a pretty well-rated final. I'd be all for that. That would have been a good one because I believe he was the semifinal matchup that I had last year as well. And he was on the up and up at the end of the season. Like he kind of did what Matt's doing now started out well and then came came back alive and I was nervous about that matchup then because I thought that he was going to be able to do that granted we didn't get to unfortunately see what actually happened 
Yeah, and uh, you're that matchup half, was close. It was close. It was like three or four points. It was very close at the time. It was tight. Um, he, yeah, he definitely, he definitely takes this league seriously and and pushes it really hard. And I think everybody did this year. So I, it brought a little more fun to it. And you spoke about expansion earlier, and I think that that would just add to it. Um, yeah, I was pretty quiet, but I really couldn't say much because he was still kicking everybody's ass. Yep. So it's like, oh. I, I, I like, I like that you didn't respond as much, but it's like you're still trying to finish a job. The job is not done until you beat Matt in the finals. Don't matter who it is, you're just trying to win another championship, and that can, that would be that would be a historic championship because only Matt and Paul, some of the guys have been doing Jerry one uh, as long as I have, ha, are the only ones to ever win three championships, and and only Paul has ever won two championships in the same sport. He's or no, Matt did win two in football too. Okay, so it's those two, those are those are some. Uh, I guess you could say Jerry one legends right there that you would be up in the same class with, just on the hockey stage, but. You know, it's a it's definitely not the best league, but it's a building league and it's definitely gotten a lot better this year, I think. Definitely wise. Definitely. And, and uh, you know, you feel for uh, you, teams like me, you know, I start off slow and, and then you got teams like Q. He was he was hot there for a little bit. You know, we just couldn't get to go together. It was. And then there's always Josh. Josh always choked in the playoffs. <laughs> and then, you know, Josh reminds me of like Moneyball. You know, he puts together a great regular season, but when the playoffs come, it just never works out for him. But the whole thing about this season has been, you know, it's a shortened season. Hockey is usually about 19 weeks long, 19 to 20 something weeks long. It's usually been about this week was only this year was only 10 weeks long. What do you say to people who, who throw out the word, and we've seen this in baseball, our baseball league was really short. It was only seven-week regular season and then two weeks of playoffs. That was it. That was asterisks as can be. <laughs> My cousin Johnny ended up winning that uh, over a Paul team that was undefeated, and he was trying to become the first undefeated team. There was, like, so many people throwing out the word asterisks and Paul had gone undefeated, only 9-0. and But what do you have to say about if you do win it, your second title here, but this one being a asterisk. I don't think that this is an asterisk season um, for either of the two champions at this point because of the way that Matt resurged at the end uh, to come alive. Like he definitely had to put in the work and definitely would have earned a championship. Um, and for me, I, I want this really really bad because of the fact that I had such a good thing going last year and it got cut short um so I feel like this is unfinished business and if I get this I don't feel like there should be an asterisk because of the fact that if you if you couple COVID seasons together it's still a a, a very very solid run from from my teams that was kind of put together incredibly. Um, but I don't, I don't think this is a, this is an asterisk because uh, we've had to, we've had to deal with COVID, you know, it's taken a lot on the managers to deal with, with guys coming in and out for two weeks, teams coming in and out um, postponements all the time. You know, hockey's a physical sport all season long. 
So no matter what you're going to have injuries, whether it's a, a full season or just a shortened season, you still have to deal with those things. You're going to have players coming back uh, from injuries. You know, there's, there's a lot of decision-making that, that goes on. Um, and I feel like in this league, the hockey league, especially it's, it's a matter of putting in that effort. And I feel like every single team put in that effort this year to make this a tough, tough, tough season. Yeah. And there's no doubt about it. Out of the four teams, it's you, me, Paul, and Justin. And uh, there's no doubt about it. You definitely had the most unfinished business season coming into this year. And you, you've done it again. You know, you're right there. Um, you know, it would be back-to-back -back championships, technically. You know, it would, it would be – you would defend your title. I mean, just just took two years to defend your title. But, you know, what would that mean to defend a championship? And then it, something that will probably never happen ever again, to defend it, have a great season to defend it, and then have to wait a whole nother plus year to defend it again. What would that mean? Uh, that would mean a lot. Um, I, I, I don't really know. It, it would just, I'd be able to just kind of breathe, especially since this is the first year of money. I don't play fantasy for money. So I've already got my money back, which is awesome, which is, which is great. I mean, I feel good. Now my wife can get off my back a little bit about having $10 over my head, but, <laughs> but now you can make, turn that into 70 and, uh, what is it? 10 days. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would, it would mean a lot to, to back to back like that. Um, I still would possibly consider it a three feet just in my own little head, just so I could, you know, have these nice fluffy dreams at night. But at the end of the day, Jerry one wise is it is a back to back, which just puts even more pressure on next season um, to try to get a three peat to do something that has never been done in Jerry one. Um, I also feel that a back-to-back -back or adding this third championship in Jerry one would mean a lot towards that conversation of like the Matt and Paul's like the legend status. Uh, however, those guys play in every league, whereas I'm just playing in, in, in hockey and I do have the one championship in basketball, but that's the only year that I've played. So although it's kind of like uh, it might be a little a little Michael Jordan-esque, not like I'd be done with this, but, you know, there might be more, more out there for me if I do win this title because I, I might I, – I feel like I have to start proving myself in other areas. I feel like if just making it to the finals for three straight seasons and then if I win the championship again, that would prove that I've got hockey pretty well. Um, but maybe some of these other sports could use uh, could use a fresh face. Yeah. Oh. If, if I win seventy dollars, then that's my fantasy pot, and I can. Uh, you can join any other one, and there's no the only one, one that's uh, it's uh, I believe it's a hundred dollar entry in football now, but football's a tough league to get in. That's, that's a tough one. So many people want to get in. I, it's tough telling people no nowadays, but the other ones are always open. Uh, you know, you're not alone. There's every single one of the baseball, the hockey, the basketball, the football. There's always one, at least one owner that is just strictly that sport. And for hockey, that's you. And Q, that's you. Uh, rumors Q might come back to basketball. We'll see. <laughs> we'll 
we'll see what happens. But maybe you back to basketball. That would be huge for the league. You know, to, for a guy to three years later to come back and defend his title. That would be, that would be unheard of. But uh, uh, we'll see. It was down the line. And, but hockey, don't act like this is the end. Six months. I'm expecting in six months we're going to be drafting for another hockey draft here soon in October. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, this is a, it's definitely late. Usually hockey ends in April, early April. We're going into early May is when this will end. But, you know, it's going to be uh, exciting the uh, last 10 days when this airs. But, Nate, anybody who comes on my podcast for a third time plays my new, new game. Uh, you're only the second guy to come on for a third time. Paul was the other. And this game is called Jerry One Millionaire. It is a condensed version of the actual millionaire. It is only 10 questions instead of 15. And it goes by instead of money, it is 10 points, 20 points, 30 points, all the way up to 100 by 10s. The checkpoints are after 30 points. The next checkpoint is after 60. Uh, if you do get one wrong, I will say the first three are pretty easy. Do not overthink them. But if you do get one wrong in the first three, you can sacrifice a lifeline and move on. But the lifelines are, are – um, one lifeline is a hint. One lifeline is the classic 50-50. Yeah, get a pen. The other one is double shot. That means you get two shots. You have to say it before you make an answer, and you have to – you get two shots at the answer. If you do get it right on the first guess, your, your lifeline is still gone. It just gives you comfort of guessing twice. And yeah, so the top score, Paul got to. Paul actually got the first one wrong, but then I came up. <laughs> then I came up with the rule that you, I'm not going to add here the first three questions. So he got up to the 40th point question. He got that wrong. So it was not a great game. We'll see if you can answer them. My goodness, though, if you get to the 90 point or the 100 point question, ah, that's still luck. Those are some hard. I will say. We will do the 100-point question, regardless how far you go in this game, just for fun. Okay. All right, Nate, are you ready to play? I'm ready. If I had the music, I would. It would be the millionaire music. But here we go. For 10 points, four multiple-choice questions, Nate has how many career fantasy hockey wins regular season and playoffs? Is it A, 12, B, 2, C, 54, or D, zero? 54. <laughs> Final answer? Final answer. And a big dramatic pause. A big dramatic pause. Yeah, that is correct. Yes. You have 54 career wins, 51 regular season, and now three in the playoffs. Nate is up to 10 points. Here we go. 20-point question. Still got three lifelines. Here we go. What other Jerry One sport has Nate won a championship in? Here are these questions out. Is it A, fantasy basketball? Is it D, fantasy baseball? Is it C, fantasy golf? Or is it D, fantasy curling? I wish we had curling. That would be awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with fantasy basketball, final answer. And that is correct. Yes, you did win a championship in fantasy basketball back in 2017-2018. All right, this is for the first – after this is the first checkpoint. Here we go, 30 points. Uh, what was Nate's result at the end of the 2018-2019 fantasy hockey season? Was it A, he finished in last place? Was it B, he won the title? 
was it C, he quit? Or was it D, he deleted his ESPN account? You won a title. Final answer. And that is correct. Yes, you won the championship that year. I thought I might get you when you deleted your ESPN account, but that did not happen. He did win the championship that year over Q. And Q, who's still trying to fight back to the playoffs for the first time since that season. But here we go. Checkpoint, you're safe. You're at 30 points. You're comfortably there. Still got all your lifelines. But now the game is beginning. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> For 40 points. Let's see. I'm multiple choice here. Let's figure it out. Use a lifeline. Don't be afraid. Okay. Um, when was Nate's lone regular season points championship in fantasy hockey? Was it A, 2017-2018, B, 2018-2019, C, 2019-2020, or D, 2021? Regular season points championship in hockey. Was it – Basically, was it three years ago, two years ago, last year, or this year? It was It was last year. Final answer. Yeah, that is correct. Yes, it was last season. Your only fantasy hockey regular season points championship. Hmm. You were the regular season points championship in the basketball season the one year. Not the college basketball season. That did not <laughs> <laughs> All right. 50-point question. You got the high score. If... You walk. You can walk in this game. If you do lose, you will go drop down to 30. Okay, for 50 points, I've got all the lifelines. What is Nate's longest winning streak in fantasy hockey? Regular season and playoffs. Is it A, 12 games, B, 9 games, C, 5 games, D, 10 games? Longest winning streak in fantasy hockey, 12, 9, 5, or 10. You got lifelines. You got lifelines. We're going we're gonna to use uh, the 50-50 on this one. Okay, it's 50-50. I'm going to take away A and B. It is either five games or ten games. It is ten games, final answer. And that is correct. Yes, it is 10 games. 50-50 is gone. You won 10 games from week 10 to week 19 to close out last year's season. How about that? All right, here we go. 60-point question. If you get this, you're at the second checkpoint, and then you're talking the toughest questions you'll ever hear in your history. <laughs> and uh, here we go. What is Nate's highest-scoring fantasy hockey playoff game? Is it A, 274 points, B, 299 points, C, 309 points, or D, 330 points? 274, uh, 299. 309 points, final answer. And that is correct. Yes, it is. 309 points. You just did it. Last round against Paul. How about that? We got a new high score. He's at the checkpoint. He's at the checkpoint. He's still got two lifelines, the hint and the double shot. 70-point question. Here we go, Nate. Still going strong. What is Nate's career record, regular season playoffs, versus Q in fantasy hockey? Is it A, 10-3, B, 9-3, C, 7-1, or D, 13-1? 10-3. 
nine and three, seven and one, 13 and one, regular season and playoffs versus Q and hockey. Yeah, I'm going to go for a hint on this one. Okay, a hint. I will say my hint. Um, my hint, it's going to be basically a 50 50. I'm going to say it is you have double digit wins against Q in the history of fantasy hockey. So either 10 and 3 or 13 and 1. In fantasy hockey? Yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna I'm gonna go with thirteen and one. Final answer. Final answer. Oh, I'm so sorry, Nate. It is not oh. thirteen and one. <laughs> you know, sometimes they're dicks on the billionaire show, but it is not thirteen and one. It is ten and three. You are ten and two in the regular season, one and zero in the playoffs. It is not thirteen and one. You do finish with 60 points. New high score. But, Nate, like I said at the beginning, we're going to do the 100-point question. Here, you're ready for it. I'm ready. For 100 points, what is Nate's second-half regular season record in hockey? Is it A, 29-7, and seven, B, 27-9, and nine, C, 28-5, and five, or D, 29-6? and six? Oh, Jesus Christ. 29-7, 27-9, 28-5, 29-6, and 6. second half regular season in hockey. What is your record? 29-6, and 6. final answer. And that is wrong. It yes. is so damn close, though. It is actually A, 29-7. and 7. Damn. That was so close. Um I'll tell you after the show, we did have a college basketball question for the 90th. <laughs> we're going to see how that gone. But Nate, you finished with 60 points. You are the high score. Thanks for playing. Thanks for letting me play. <laughs> you got to finally play millionaire. Uh, uh, but before I get you out of here, last thing I want to say uh, is I think I've already said it to you, but – you know, this last missile thoughts going into this finals against Matt. I know it's already started, but what is the mindset? What is the feeling? Is it, do you have to get a, a lead after week one? Is that, is that the first goal? Uh, whew, that's a, that's an even a long-term goal. Uh, first goal is, is win every, every day. If you win every day, you win the whole thing. But, um, yeah, just keep, just keep winning. Definitely a lead after week one. I would like to carry this twenty-point lead, if not extend it, uh, by the by Sunday. Um, I feel like I'm all right position, skaters wise. Um, we'll we'll see. Uh, yeah, win every day, win every matchup, score more points than the next guy. Yep, take it day by day. Well, Nate, I'm not sure when I'll get you on again, but if you do win, maybe you'll make a video and I'll, I'll, I'll play it on the, the next podcast or whatever in two weeks from now. And uh, let's get, we got to get some kind of reaction if you do end up winning another championship. But, uh, you know, Nate, Nate, I wish you the best of luck. 
you know, I hear about Matt, his his mindset every single night about his hockey team. He likes his team. He's, he's got a chip on his shoulder. But, Nate, thanks for coming on. I wish you the best of luck in the finals. Thank you. I want to thank Nate for coming on. It was good to talk to him, good to catch up with him. And uh, I don't know if we're going to get him on again if he does win the championship, but I hope he can make a video or something, show his reaction and winning, and we'll put it on the podcast for someone who's on later. But maybe we'll get him on. We'll see. But let's talk about fantasy basketball. Throw up whatever's on the screen. I forget nowadays. But, uh, um, yeah, so more upsets. I got to talk about more upsets. But I got to talk about that it's not as surprising as you think. I mean, Sam is a two-time regular season champion in this league. No, he didn't have a playoff win until he beat Matt in the first round this year. And we got to talk about Blake, his struggles in the postseason. It just continues to struggle for Nate. Or not Nate. Nate too much. It continues to struggle for Blake too much in the postseason. I know he's only had a couple playoff games in Jaron one. He had the but both is the one seed, and he's both uh, he's 0 2 in the playoffs in his Jerry one fantasy sports career as a number one seed and overall. So so Sam beats Blake in the semis, and then the other one, Kyle loses to Paul. And Kyle, you know, Kyle and Blake, you know, yeah, they could be fighting and stuff, you know, injuries, you know, COVID, stuff like that. But Paul, Paul and Sam are definitely the two hottest teams in Jerry One Fantasy Basketball right now. And you're looking at it, the way Paul's played, you're thinking going into the finals, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, he's got Nikola, <clears throat> he's got Nikola Jokic, Paul. He's going to dominate his way to the finals. He's going to be the first six seats ever win a championship. But don't sleep on Sam. I know he was seventh in scoring in the regular season coming into this year's playoffs, but do not sleep on him. He is also playing very well. He is also scoring very well in this playoffs. He's 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 got he's got the lead right now on this Friday morning, four twenty nine to three forty eight for Paul in the finals. This is the fourth finals in five years. Uh, Paul has been the three of the four finals, um, and he's, he's won one. He won the inaugural season. Sam, this is his first fantasy basketball finals. And won his first championship over here, and, and Sam only plays in baseball and basketball. So that would give him a championship of both, and that's that's as good as you can get. And Jared won. Now Sam just, if he wins this, now he's just starting to build on his legacy, win more championships, win some more money. Uh, but Paul, you know, this would be his sixth Jerry One Championship. You gotta remember it's been over three years since we've seen Paul be on top of a Jerry One league. Yeah, as great as he is, he's never been on top of a league in three years. Uh the hockey inaugural season back in 2017, 2018. Uh and but Paul also has that mug on his back that he's never won a 10-man or plus league. He's got three eight-man league titles and two six-man league titles. Still championships, but it does give you something to think about. Uh, so it's huge for both of them. Definitely, you know, as much as, as much as Paul is gone, he's on his way to 200 career wins, Jerry one overall. He's got a lot to prove still. Uh, and Sam's got a lot to prove still. He's still young in his Jerry one career. He's been here since 2018, Jerry one fantasy baseball. So, you know, it, uh, it, um, it's going to be exciting finals. I know we haven't seen a finals in a while since I won it. I think I think it's rightfully so that uh, 
my defending championship run should finally come to an end here. I did not defend my title last year. I did lose in the playoffs last year before it got cut short in the first round of Jack. And yeah, isn't that crazy? I lost to Jack in the first round of the playoffs. That did happen. Uh, and then this year, three and nine did beat Jack. <laughs> uh, but a disappointed year. Yeah, my title run should come to an end. I'm going to go back to the New York Chumps. Uh, yeah, so if you're wondering why I do that, I do New York Chumps or Pittsburgh Chumps in baseball. But in my defending championship seasons, I will change it to champs. And this year on my basketball side, it's champs with an asterisk because the season did not finish. So I'm still technically the last champion in this league. So that's why it's an asterisk next to it. But, you know, it's it's great as Sam and Paul have been on. It's definitely disappointing for Blake and Kyle. You're talking about the three-headed monster all regular season long between Kyle, Blake, and Larry, all lost in the first playoff game. It really sucks for Larry because he didn't even get to be part of these last four weeks. Same with Matt, who scored well this year, too. But Matt and Larry, and you talk about those two. You talk about unluckiness. Those are, those are some of the – you talk about some of the unluckiest owners in Jerry 1 overall. You talk about Larry, Matt, and I think you even throw Josh in the conversation. Those are some unlucky owners in, this, in these Jerry 1 leagues. Not surprising they lost in the first round. A little surprising that Blake and Kyle lost. Just the way they lost. It wasn't even close. Sam and Paul just dominated them. Uh, and Blake's got the lead here in the third place game. This is finally the inaugural third place game in Jerry 1 Fantasy Basketball. Got canceled last year. Um, it's the ninth consolation game we've seen. We've seen four in football. We saw four in baseball just last year. And this is our first in basketball. Haven't seen hockey yet. So, Constellation games are not fun. They're not fun. I have played in one. I did play my first one. I beat Sam in the inaugural third-place game in baseball last year for one week. Uh, glad it was only a week because it's not fun to play in a Constellation game. Yes, you are fighting for money in a Constellation game. Why they're a thing. That's why I keep track of them. All the other Constellation games I do not keep track of because people do not set their lineups, and I just don't care. I, I really don't care about those other ones. I would love to find a way to just take them off the schedule, but ESPN doesn't allow that, so they're still there. But these ones, though, whether it's a Constellation tournament during a pandemic or a third-place game, which we're trying to get in every league, I'm hoping, someday, um, yeah, they will count on your Constellation record, as you'll see on your – your a PDF that I send out every week. Uh, and it will go over to your overall record as well. So, you know, it's still a game. It still means something. Uh, but it's definitely, definitely takes a lot out of it in a third place game after losing in the summer. It's close to the final. But Blake and Kyle are going to play their hardest out. I'm sure they'll use their pickups. You always love when they go at each other because they are the number one guys that make pickups in, in Jared One that I've noticed. And if, It'll be fun. Fourth annual finals. Um, hoping to talk about the finals a little bit more these next couple of podcasts. But you want to make my picks win? I didn't make my hockey pick, but I'll make it right now. My hockey pick to win, I think. Watch out for Nate. Basketball, I say watch out for Paul. Paul and Nate. That's who I think is going to win it. But 
we're not done with the podcast here. I, we talked about the finals, but let's talk about fantasy baseball. Let's reel back in and let's talk about how good my team is. Huh? Uh, yeah, so I'm dominating right now. It's early. It is very early. One thing I did notice about all the leagues now that there's a playoff percentage on the ESPN app and ESPN.com on the fantasy. I don't really like my percentage right now. You know, dominating the league, 80%. They think I'm going to make the playoffs. Are you serious? That's another story. But, you know, me and Matt, the Fleece brothers, all two, you know, we're the only undefeated teams, 2-0. We've, we've done pretty well this season so far, you know, finishing 2-0. Um, top scores, though, for the first two weeks, you know, extended week one, Fletcher. Some surprise, some not surprise. I think, I think in the long haul, I know Fletcher's so young still. You gotta remember, he's only been around since 2017 here in Cherry One. In the long haul, I think Fletcher's gonna be a better Jerry One fantasy baseball owner than football. Not saying that he can't win a championship in football. I just think he's gonna be a better baseball owner than football after years and years of playing. And uh yeah, so I think Fletcher's done a good job so far. You know, he's one and all. He blew a game on Sunday to Matt, so he's but be two and old where Matt is right now. So that is, he he was winning that whole week two matchup against Matt, and then he just choked it on Sunday. Another choke on Sunday was Paul. Paul was staring at two and all, and Johnny in the rematch of last year's finals gets the best of him. He's coming back on Sunday to stun Paul, and now Paul's getting beat by me pretty good this week. So Paul was looking at two and all. Now he's looking at one and two. And you got to remember, there's a Paul team that didn't lose in the regular season all last year in those seven weeks of the regular season. Guy that uh, bounced back after week one, after a miserable week one, was Blake. Blake had a uh, last in scoring week one, and he finishes up with a top in scoring. He was first in scoring in week two. Hats off to Blake. He's one and one. Tyberger's not going away, so right now he's in 10th place. But uh, some guys, you know, Kurt, always a threat in this league. Um, Jack may be a little bit of a bounce back. He's just got to keep setting his lineup. Uh, he's doing a good job so far. Um, Andrew does know about his team. Andrew does know about his team. He's off to an 0-2 start, trying to figure out his team. But yeah, I remember it took Andrew four years to figure out how to die, how to be successful on the football stage. So second year in baseball, we'll see if it's a, another long process for Andrew's franchise over here. And Josh has lost 20, 19 of his last 20 games. Does have a pretty good lead against Matt going into the weekend here. Does he finally end this eight-game losing streak? And hard believe it's not as long as losing streak as he has a Jerry One Fantasy Baseball worst 11-game losing streak back in the inaugural season. This is a struggling Josh franchise that only has three career wins. But can he get the win this weekend? That's something to look out for this weekend. Uh, just talking about Johnny, you know, doing a good job. He plays Jack this week, but he's got the lead going this weekend. You were looking at Johnny as 0-2 team. Now Johnny looking 2-1. Never count out Johnny. He's never missed the playoffs in his league. Sam, you know, Sam, what a game we had. Uh, the rematch of the third-place game. And we're both former champions in this league. Uh, what a game Sam had, you know. You know, he he look, was looking like he was going to make the comeback on me on Sunday. And then a wild Sunday night baseball game. He had a lot of guys playing. He had the catcher, Wilson Gutierrez, who was praised for his Cubs. And I had the Braves pitcher there, Bryce Wilson, who's not on the team anymore. But 
he did enough for me to get the win. And it was like a uh, last guy came up. Contreras had hit a home run. Last batter of the game. Contreras had hit a home run. Sam would have won the matchup, but he struck out. So I pulled out the win. Hung on. Big win in the rematch of the inaugural third place game last year, where I won that as well. Um, so, yeah, the Fleece Brothers on top. Andrew and Josh, two kind of struggling franchises so far in this baseball league. Oh, and two at the bottom. Everyone else, one and one. It's week three. It's early, folks. You know, it's it's early. It's 18-week regular season we're back to this year. Um, you know, it's nice stuff. Uh, definitely a lower going into this weekend. It's kind of a lower scoring uh, affair around the league right now. But we'll see. You know, because you got to get – might put together a solid weekend here. So, it's a big weekend. Huge weekend for Josh. Henny finally – Win a game after losing 19 of his last 20 games. We'll see. He's got to lead over an undefeated Matt team. So it's going to be some exciting stuff. Fantasy baseball. Hopefully we get some fantasy baseball owners on this podcast. Start talking about that. And don't worry, we will talk about that. Because that will be the only thing going on this summer, Jerry One Lies, until August, until he's getting to the football mindset. So enjoy baseball because that's what we'll be talking about this summer. And it's in the early going, and I love it. I personally think – I know I'm off to a good start. I personally think my best league is the baseball league. I'm just – I just I, – I, I, I think I've figured this league out. Trying to win another championship, that would be pretty cool. We're talking about two-time champions like Paul and Nate in hockey and basketball. Why not me, two-time champion in baseball? That would give me three championships. But – as a guy that plays in every league, I will never get the credit until I win a football championship. And that day is coming soon. It could be in 2020. Watch out. But, uh, yeah, that's it for the podcast. Got a couple belated birthday shout-outs. It was my birthday last week. It was Pete Rose's 80th birthday last week, Wednesday, April 14th. It was also my mom's birthday. Shout-out to my mom. Happy belated birthday, mom. Uh, thank you. Thanks for being a great mom. And shout out to we uh, also last Wednesday, April 14th, former Jury One owner, Ron Guillaume. Ron, it wasn't very successful times here in Jury One, but maybe you'll come back and pick up that first career win. But uh, the basketball side of things, maybe another side of things. Maybe, maybe we've got to figure it out in a different fantasy league for Ron. But uh, happy belated birthday, Ron. Hope you're doing well. And maybe we'll get you back in Jerry Watson. Uh, those are your birthday shout-outs for this week. Uh, that's episode 27 of the Jerry One podcast on this Friday morning. I hope everyone has a great weekend. You know, drink a lot, man. Get get drunk. Uh, it's going to be a good weekend. Good weekend of fantasy. Set your lineup. Uh, I, I'm speaking too soon here. <laughs> uh, you know, just personally just set your lineup and make some pickups, make some key moves. Be the best owner that you can possibly be. But I want to wish everyone the best of luck in here in week one of the finals. If there's no podcast, I wish you the best of luck in the rest of the finals. Hopefully we're trying to get a podcast next week. But I want to thank Nate for coming on. Good to talk to him. Good to catch up with him. And, uh, yeah, that's it for episode 27. I'm Nick Felice. Set your lineup. And we'll see you on the next year. I want to podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Enjoy the weekend.